Welcome to the Truth For Doubt podcast. Now we know what you've been thinking, and we know that you've been searching for a podcast that combines all things nerd with Christian theology and apologetics. Well, look no further. I'm your host, Michael Badger, and I am joined by Katie Wilson and Dr. Ethan Hunley to bring you our thoughts on topics ranging from our favorite Star Wars movies to apologetic arguments for the Christian faith. If you enjoy our conversation, feel free to share us with your friends and click that subscribe button so that you can keep up to date with all of our future content. Welcome back to the Truth For Doubt podcast. Um, we are here Yay. as usual with uh, Katie Wilson. Hi. I took a drink at the wrong time. <laughs> and, uh, he was expecting your intro to be a little longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was more than just, hey. <laughs> Uh, and then, as always, this is the only podcast where you get to hear Ethan sing his rendition of Memories from the popular Broadway play Cats. Do you know it? A little bit, okay. yeah. actually. Everybody knows at least that like, yeah, yeah. one word. Yeah. Memories all alone in the moonlight. That's all I got. Yeah, that was really good. Na, 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 na. You know that what that actually I, reminds me of? I thought about going... What a nail! That's so good. Like Angela from The Office when yeah. she's like nice shot. her own cat and stuff. <laughs> so gross. Uh, but no, what that actually reminded me of was um, School of Rock. School of Rock. Exactly. That's, that's actually the only reason I know that song. <laughs> so I've never funny. seen Cats. Or, yeah. Like I don't know. I've never seen School of Rock. I know what you're talking about, but I've never seen You've it. You've never seen no. School of That's Rock? one of the greatest movies. No. It is really good. Stick it to tomatiosis. You can see <laughs> it. the best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I've seen it. Movie night. You need yeah. to watch that movie instead of going to see the new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about um, that. Well, we're actually, I actually had you do that because we want to talk about the monstrosity that is the new Cats trailer oh, that just dropped not that long ago. So, okay, I have okay. to say, are you guys fans of, of the musical I don't know cats? anything about no. it. So, are you? Okay. No, I know. I don't know. I tried to look up the synopsis. Have yeah. you looked it up? So Kayla told me a little bit about it. And oh, how gonna, does she know? Has she seen it? Cause, yeah, well, her it's one of her dad's favorite musicals. Oh. And I'm going to say this with her not being here and with her, like, with knowing that she doesn't really listen to this podcast. So okay. it's immunity. Yeah, Kayla. What are you about to say? Oh, so <laughs> say everything that I I've heard about it. Every single person who has, who's even liked the trailer, has said Cats is one of the worst musicals like ever. Really, like, just objectively, it's a bad musical. What? But like, it's, yeah, but it's so popular. It's so popular. That's so. How can it be so popular? Is it the costumes? I don't know. I think it's just the is story, that... and maybe the music's not as good as some, or like maybe as complex as some other ones. The I just heard it's not a good one. Yeah. Is very different than what I thought it would be. Yeah. What's the synopsis? Um, it's kind of like, I don't want to get it wrong, but it's something like, I couldn't even get through the whole thing. Something about these, like, cat tribe things. There's um, this, you get to move up, maybe reincarnate or something. Mm-hmm. And this one, like the main one, who's Jennifer Hudson, I think. Like, something they want to cast her. I, I don't know, it's just really strange. It's like... Um, I heard it had to do with their like their nine lives. Like they're trying to use up all their maybe nine that's lives. Maybe that's it. They get reincarnated. As and, another cat or as something like, else. Um, Interesting. It's just like great. I was just like really surprised because I was like, oh, this is a lot more like in depth than I thought it was. Well, y'all keep talking about it. I have no idea. It. I thought it was just like the life oh, okay, of a cat here we go. or something. Every year, a tribe of cats known as the something something cats. I don't know how to say it. Jaleel. Jaleel. Cool. 
Sorry, I don't know. Josephine's <laughs> She's they a librarian, the, everyone. They go for the, to the mall. At the mall, old Deuteronomy, the leader of the tribe, old chooses Deuteronomy. one cat to ascend to the heaven heaviside layer to be reborn layer. and return to a new life. So maybe not everyone gets to. Oh. But this is based on T.S. Eliot like, poems. Oh. And the music is by the same guy who did like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I heard that. But the the people that I was listening to said that Phantom of the Opera was wonderful and beautiful. Cats was a dud. And so, I don't know. Even though everyone knows memories? Yeah, everyone knows memories. At least they know the word memories. All I know. Like in, in a sing-song. All way. I know is memories all along in the moonlight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because that's because the extent <laughs> that Miranda Cosgrove yeah. sings it. Um, well, can we talk about how creepy that trailer was? Because it's, it's it like, was like it gave me the heebie-jeebies. But it's kind of like, crazy. Like it's so good though. Like okay, as yeah, far as like like technicality of the yeah. CGI is really good. But it's creepy how good it is. Yeah, it's so it just weird. Doesn't it just doesn't look right? Yeah, it's so like great. I yeah. there's something in your brain well, that just is like yeah gives you that just because they don't up. have like because like your your mind knows that that's like a human face. But then it sees the the like the fur everywhere and all that kind of stuff and like yeah. they didn't make the nose look like a cat nose like like it's just a human face oh. on like, like stamped oh. onto a humanoid That's cat true. body. They don't have a mm. cat nose. And it's creepy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then uh, so they also I, I heard that they also had them go to these like cat classes. So they like <gasps> taught them how to, to like move like it. a cat. That's why like at the beginning of the trailer wow. like you see the white cat walk up to the gate, run yeah. up to the gate in this really weird way. Yeah. And so, like, there's that as well. And, like, oh, man, I'm just, I'm not watching that movie. You yeah. can't, you can't make me. Well, it's I interesting. Like I'm going to have to watch it just to see. Because, like, I'm still looking at the synopsis and I'm just like, it looks like. What is even going on? In the trailer, it looks like some of them are, like, wearing, like, coats and stuff. Yeah. Where do those coats come but then, from? But then others, like, aren't. So, yeah. like, are some of them, is that, like, part of their fur? Or are they actually <laughs> wearing clothes? Yeah. And or some are naked. Are they, right. Like, right. What? Are they wearing other cats, like, dead bodies on them as coats? Well, and there's one that shunned. Okay, I thought that maybe the one that shunned is that main, main white one. I don't know, but something about that. Well, I will say that... Rebel Wilson is in it, and that's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, James Corden. Everybody's in it. Everyone. Yeah. T-Swift. Ian McKellen. Yeah, (laughs) James Corden. Um... What's Idris Elba is in it. Idris Elba. Like his is the only oh, yeah, yeah, only yeah. cat that I think actually looked really cool. Yeah, because yeah. he like said that cool, cool hat. hat. Yeah. Judy Dench With is his in ears it, right? Through. Yeah, it's yeah, Judy cool. Dench. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's a regular nose. Yeah, so it's just oh, I don't like it. Wow, I don't like it at all. Like, Sorry. I feel like it would make more sense because when you look up the actual costumes from like the musical, uh-huh. they have cat noses. <laughs> they put cat noses on. Well. I, I just think it would have made more sense to just make a movie with like people the dressed just like it. Yeah, right. yeah, and it would have been just a little bit less creepy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, I guess I think it really boils down to the question of why did this even need to be made into a movie? Yeah. I don't know. Out of all the things that I would like to see that wasn't on, like out of all the musicals, because they kind of have been doing that, like Into it the makes, Woods. That's um, true. Make Wicked into a movie. <laughs> That's what I want to happen so bad. I've heard that's happening. I, I gotta be honest. I don't want Gravity to be in a movie. Because I don't want the, the song Gravity to get popular again. 
because I that uh, there's a song in the musical Wicked called Defi- Gravity, Divine Gravity. Gravity, and it's so so good. I so when this musical got popular, I was working at this Christian camp back in East Tennessee, and everybody uh, and like it. oh my gosh, all the time in the office, this song was playing. Like nonstop, and, you had a smile and it drove on your face me crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, well, oh, Michael, you're just one person. I'm just not sophisticated enough. And the for rest most of musicals. us like Defying Gravity. I actually don't really. I haven't heard that song, and I don't really know anything. Just about imagine all. a really favorite? dumb song, just and then boom. Up. He doesn't know. There you go. <laughs> so good. I like probably cried when I saw it. Um, I went to the or- we went to the Orpheum to see it one time, oh, and yeah. I probably cried. It was so beautiful. Nice. But Michael. I don't know. What's your favorite musical? Do you know a lot of musicals? I know some. Um, I haven't seen a lot. Like, I don't know if I could say. I haven't what my seen a lot is. of musicals in the theater. Right. Yeah. But like, movies like as far something? as movies go, mm-hmm. I'll say, um, I think my first exposure to a musical was probably The Sound of Music. Oh, good one. Um, and that one was pretty good. Even so, I I grew up with a an older sister. Well, uh, I grew up with oh, musicals okay. too. So yeah. like, yeah. Paul did not. Paul's never even seen Mary Poppins, okay? Oh, man. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. yeah. Mary Poppins, the too. That was a classic. I'm like, come yeah. on. Everyone yeah. has to see that, so I need right. to show it, too. Um, but I will say, I think my favorite... Oh, man. Okay, so... Just, or one you just like a lot. I've take got... The pressure down. Okay. I've <laughs> got three three that come to mind. Oh. Three musicals oh, that pop in your brain? I can't. I, I can't have to think. look. I, I'm going to have to All look right, get this. Okay, uh-huh. We'll start uh, Les Mis. Okay. I really liked the movie. I heard the yeah. play, though. Russell like, the actual Crow. one is so good. Oh, Russell yeah. Crowe? Russell Crowe got a bunch of flack for yeah. his singing yeah, and that kind of stuff. It was kind of bad. But uh, uh, Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Like, so good. Hey, did like, you know he's, like, you know, he's from Australia, mm-hmm. and he, I think he may have made his start kind of on their version of Broadway, or, you know, okay. whatever. Oh, and he cool. was a uh, guest on. No way. Oh, on Broadway. Okay. He would have been a really good guest Yeah, star. he would have. Yeah. yeah. The next one is Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I've never seen that either. Oh, oh really? Oh, it's, no. like, Katie. I would like one, to see that. It's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's so good. Um, and then I'm, I'm finally, uh, The Greatest Showman. Come on, guys. Oh, I've never this seen that one either. This is The Greatest Show. Oh, man. Oh, what? I think, okay, so, it's man, good. I'm just like, it's good. I'm a really pessimistic person sometimes when it comes mm-hmm. to like certain things. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I just, I didn't care about The Greatest Showman because I heard one of the songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was basically just like, love yourself no matter what. Whatever you do is fine. Like you're, you're just you're perfect the way that you are. And I'm just like that's a horrible message to tell um, people. Like, well, I guess okay, it's kind of like about well, acceptance and tolerance because you know they're all kind of like different. Yeah. And they're like found a place. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like I think people should like you know have self confidence to a degree. Yeah. But like the overall message that gets like shouted out in the American culture. Is that you're perfect the way you are? Well, and just think about it too hard. I am. I'm I am. Joking. Like you're I do. Wrong. And so like I can't. No, I can't I, hear. I hadn't actually thought about it like that. And yeah. so I see where you're coming from. But yeah. if you if you watch the movie, yeah, maybe you should watch it and then form an from, opinion. No, like, I prefer to. I prefer to not. I prefer to. <laughs> if you add some make, context to it, yeah. yeah, and, uh, yeah show me a cover of a book and I will judge it accordingly. <laughs> Judge it according to Defining Gravity and what song? Was it the greatest show that like what song? I don't know which it was. I can't remember. I think the bearded lady sings it. Yeah, yeah. no, it's the This Is Me. It's that one. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Uh, I can see that. But dude, like, uh, it's so good. Because the whole so if someone asked me 
Are you a fan of musicals? Yeah. I, would, I would say, pro- I would probably say no. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but until I see a really good one, and then I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. I love musicals. Right. But then I go back to not liking them anymore. Yeah. yeah. So for The Greatest Showman, I did not want to go see that movie mm. because I'm like, uh, I'll watch it at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lacey wanted to see it, and so we saw it in the Humboldt Theater over here, mm-hmm. and I was so impressed. Yeah. Because... Uh, also, so your expectations were pretty low. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was really... Yeah, my expectations were low, and mm-hmm. it blew my mind. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, the whole storyline is... He's, like, chasing fame and right. fortune. And, like, he gained, it, it, he gains it all. But uh-huh. it's not good. And it makes him happy, And right? it, it doesn't it, make him happy. <laughs> yeah. He learns that, see, uh-huh. Michael? Hey, there you go. It threatens to tear his whole family apart. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he's like... And yeah. then at the end yeah. of the movie, spoiler alert, he gives it all up. Yeah. And he's like... Uh-huh. He's like, no, mm-hmm. my family's more important. Saying. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. Family is more so important. Good. That's the well, message. Well, that's good. But so what good. about the other the other song? Does she find out that maybe she's not perfect the way that she is? And well, that does maybe it say she, that? She was she was a woman who had a beard. Yeah. So, yeah. She know. had a lot to deal with. Okay. I can understand she, that. Yeah. And like, I get it. But there's still like, oh, there's, an I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. there's an underlying. There's an underlying political talk to me tone about, there. I know, and I can't not hear it. Yeah. So I'm well, sorry. Well, thanks for opening my. Sorry, ears Kayla to it doesn't now. like talking to me sometimes I... <laughs> about certain things because she's like, oh, "You're just ruining it." Oh, I'm sorry. Well, watch Sweeney Todd because he just kills. Oh, a I lot love. Of I, I like Sweeney Todd. He just yeah. kills a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, what kind of message is that sending to everyone? You know he's evil. Killing people and eating them, right? What is and eating them pies or something? Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, she I makes forgot meat, about that She part. makes meat pies. That's right. I, I know a lot is, of that. Yeah, I never saw Both actually. of them, even with all the bad stuff, it all came crashing down on him, and the little boy lived in the end. Remember? No, no I don't remember that at all. I know because I never saw it. I, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's, so that's yeah. something I need to. I'll try to get that on there. I was looking at the like top. Musical Wicked is it's okay. This is just like best musicals. Uh-huh. Where's just, Cats on that list of it's, best musicals? It's on there, but yeah. it's pretty low. Yeah, but it's mm. in, but it's above Into the Woods and Little Shop of Horrors. I don't know Into oh, the Woods. Little Shop of Horrors. Into the Woods. It's interesting. It's like a movie not long ago. But it was a movie. Oh, see, I didn't know that that... Is it based on, like, Red Little Red Riding Hood? Well, it's, like, several fairy tales together. It's, like, all It's, like, how yeah. they... Oh, It's, okay. like, how... It's kind of interesting how... It's, like, Shrek. They meet different oh, people. Okay. But it's, like, Cinderella. She's actually not that happy with how things are going. Oh. She, like, married the prince. And, anyway, it's just interesting. But it's Hamilton's like there. Day. Hamilton. It's a, it's a but, so it's Wicked. Hamilton. Hamilton. Fam- Fandom of the Opera, which I've never actually seen in a theater, and I Phantom love of the to. Opera. Yeah. that's the, actually the only one I have seen in a theater. Is it oh, theater? really? Yeah, it I was amazing. That. That's awesome. And we went yeah. and saw it in New York. It was really cool. Ah, oh, in yeah. New York, cool. Mm-hmm. I think they have such like eerie, but like man, like just cool music. So cool. In, yeah. in just Phantom the whole the concept opera. to me is yeah. 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 Then yeah. Lame is then the Book of Mormon, which I don't know anything about. Yeah, then Chicago Hairspray. Hairspray. I, I can take. Like it. I don't. I don't. I'm not a hairspray fan. At least the movie, anyway, wasn't um, it? Sound of Music's on there. Rent is on there. Um, is that the one that everybody has AIDS? Doesn't everybody have AIDS in yeah. there? Yeah. My Fair Lady. I like I how you, you, have, you have something very negative to say about every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> Sorry. Isn't that the one where they have AIDS? Isn't that the one where the guy the hates where, Jesus? Where everyone <laughs> just says... Yeah. Pass. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised Grease... I'm not a Grease fan, either. I will hey, say I grew up watching Grease a lot. 
the last negative thing I have to say about musicals, I'll let you guys say nice things about it, is that I love the music to, to Hamilton for the uh-huh. most part, but... But you don't like this. It is, like, I don't like that people use it as, like, a history book. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Because they, they changed a lot of stuff. They, like, it's... They're also, like, pushing a specific political agenda, agenda in it oh, yeah. that's not oh. really true. Yeah, well, uh, if you watch the Paul Giamatti... John Adams HBO miniseries. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton was kind of a jerk. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. I, think and I don't. I don't know how. Extent. I don't know how accurate that was either. I, hey, yeah. did we know what we have all <laughs> forgotten about? It, so sure. We have all forgotten about High School Musical. High, oh, oh yeah, man. You gotta get you get you get you get, <laughs> get your head in the game. game. Oh, oh, I saw Labyrinth on there a second. Yeah, ago. these aren't musicals. That's my favorite musical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why yeah. it's on Just here. Just because Jim Henson's Labyrinth. It's not the uh, best oh, it's musical so movies. That doesn't. Mm. Well, it's got David Bowie in it's it. It's got right? David Bowie. Yeah, that needs to be well, remade. Actually, no. It needs to stay where it is in its wonderful place. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Did you ever watch that? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I like that one. Chitty Bang 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 Bang. Okay. Man, what a trip down the lane. Toot Sweet. Toot Sweet. So good. Oh, man. I, uh, hey, we're only on 16 minutes. We can talk for like another like. Four okay, minutes. good. Yeah. I was trying to like wrap it up. I think for you about guys. Uh, or actually, we can go to like no, 30 just, minutes and do 30 gonna... minutes of this, 30 minutes of uh, of, of apologetic fun. stuff. Hey, look. Uh, Sorry for people Sweeney who want Todd. more apologetic stuff. But. <laughs> Sweeney Todd did really good on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It, it was a great movie because it was really like artistic and kind of weird. Um, yeah, that's what does well on the with the critics. Yeah, you know? didn't. Um, Tim Burton do Sweeney Todd? Yeah. Yep. Because yep. mm-hmm. I feel like everything he does always has... Um, creepy. What's his name? Jack Sparrow guy. Oh, I cannot... Johnny Depp. Johnny yeah. Depp. Yeah. And then it always has... That other lady. That... Yeah. Helen something. Yeah, yeah. they're always together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised um, that Johnny Depp wasn't in Harry Potter. He should have shown up in there somewhere. Because she is. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're Bellatrix right. It just Lestrange. seems like something he would mm. be in. Hey, actually, he is in the newer ones, right? Oh, he is. He so, is. You're right. Boom. Never mind. There you go. Wow. Someone Which, read my mind. Man, I. I didn't haven't seen. I'm in a negative Nancy. Oh, you haven't seen them? I the haven't newest... seen. I've heard. Okay, I saw Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. I didn't see the next one because I just heard really bad things about it. It wasn't very good. Yeah. yeah. See. Yeah. <laughs> so, that yeah. sums it up. When you it have something else good. to say, you have something else to add, and no. it was very, no. very not good. I loved it. <laughs> I would rank it right I up there. I heard it was like very with... dark, and they were maybe also trying to push an agenda. Mm. Oh yeah. For that. Um, I, I, I didn't see it, so I don't really. Know. I I just I think about Les Mis and uh-huh. the, the like spiritual side of that, like man, such a good song when Jean Valjean gets caught by the by the I'm priest guy. Mm-hmm. With it. Oh yeah, and uh, and he's like, you could have sent me back to prison, but you didn't. Right, and and then he's just like overcome with like guilt yeah. and like shame for like this life that he's been living mm. and and just this pr- this one priest like showing mercy on him mm. completely changes his life and turns his life around. Yeah. Anyways, it's amazing. But did you like that or the movie? Uh, my, Have you seen it in theater? My only context is the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. I feel like I've heard um I've not seen it, but I've heard that it's like they have this thing it's like a moving sidewalk kind of thing or something. Okay. Or, 
or the, moving or sidewalk. maybe the set the moves in a circle. Oh. But something like they're walking around in the town. Yeah. This is like my friend that went to see a long time ago, uh-huh. and I'm pretty sure this is what she said. Sorry okay. if I'm wrong. But, yeah, like something's turning, and like they're walking. See, I really think it's like he's walking on something, mm-hmm. and it's turning. Sunshine. She <laughs> was just about to say that. Oh, that was so cool. And the, like, anyway, the set is turning, like, as he's going through the town, and that's really neat. Just, they have a lot of yeah. stuff like that that's They're really like, cool. Yeah, practical effects and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's oh. what I love to go, like, to the theater to see, because it's just so, so good. Yeah. I really want to go see. I've never seen Lion King. Have you? I've heard no, it's so good. Heard that's good. I've heard the the new movie isn't getting great reviews. No. Yeah, that's what I heard as well. I haven't seen it, yeah. but I've heard that as well. I'm just I'm getting kind of tired of the the real they're, life remakes. They're kind of running them yeah. into the ground. They, I think they, they I really think they are. They need to chill out. Like I'm really yeah. surprised they did Aladdin and Lion King like so, so close to each other. Yeah, and I yeah. haven't seen either one. And they're just none like, of them have gotten the like no. fantastic reviews. So um, it's just like what was the first one? Uh, Cinderella, Jungle Book, and then I think it was I think it was Beauty Jungle, and the Beast. But after Jungle that, maybe. Book, I think Cinderella was for Beauty and the Beast. What was what, what was Cinderella? I don't remember the Cinderella. Yeah, one. they did Cinderella. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh it man, has I don't even remember that. That yeah. guy that's in that um, bodyguard, isn't that the thing on Netflix? That main guy, he's the prince, and then the girl is oh, Lily James yeah. from Downton Abbey. That was a long stuff. time ago. Yeah, that yeah, was a while like, ago. Yeah. I forgot. I didn't. That even... might have been before Jungle Book. Uh, but Jungle I think Book it was. Did Dumbo. really well. Oh, yeah. oh, I can't do that. Uh, uh-uh. that's too sad. <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah. I never saw. Tim Burton's it. doing that one. Yeah, it's yeah. already been. It's done. already been out. Yeah, it's been in theaters and out of theaters. Yeah. Dumbo has. Yeah. 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 No idea. Where have you been? No idea, because that's too sad. I can't watch it. I had no idea. Yeah, Interesting. yeah. Next, yeah, they'll do, thing. like, Bambi or something and just have a real deer out there getting shot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think it's, oh, like, okay. the animals. Like... I, think, I think Jungle Book did so well. They're like, let's do all these animal ones, and I'm like, you yeah. should stop. Don't yeah. do the animal ones. Yeah. Don't. Next, it'll be, like, a real-life Toy Story. And it's just oh, like, my gosh. Oh, my like, gosh. Like a cowboy and a spaceman just walking around. <laughs> That's hilarious. That would be so funny. Oh, my gosh. Man. Oh, gosh. It's kind of like, it is kind of like, I feel like they're making it for us. Like, it's not even for kids. They're catering to the, It's catering to us, and then we're going, and we're like, no, this isn't just like how it was, so. Right. Or like, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I haven't seen Aladdin, but the guy who's playing Aladdin, maybe he did a good job, but there was just like a... I just, I don't know. In the commercials, I was like, I just am not getting the vibe I want from yeah. Aladdin. That, so that's how I felt about the guy know. in Solo. Like, I really yeah. liked it. When we talked oh, about yeah. that before. Right. Like, yeah. I really liked the movie for its for the movie, but I just didn't like the guy that they cast. Like, and I think that's yeah. so hard. I mean, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Like, how can that, because you've got to create a feeling or capture, like, a right. feeling or yeah. nostalgia, mm-hmm. and that's really difficult. But yeah, and you also have to, like, well. bank on the, you also have to bank on the writing, too. Uh-huh. And I don't think right. that the writing for, for the Han Solo's yeah. person yeah. was really good at all. So. so you saw the new Spider-Man. I saw the new Spider-Man. You guys tell haven't us. seen it? No, tell Let us Let me tell you how that. it ends. The good, You'll the bad. Never, the actually, ugly. there's some, like, if you guys go see it soon, there's two, like, end credit scene, and one's at oh, the very end, and you need you. to, you need to stay the entire time, because some stuff happens, which I, isn't like, I have to admit, it's not blow your mind stuff, but, I kind of nerd out on YouTube videos, and so oh, I, you already I, see I, it? I know all of that. Oh, you do? Ethan. I, most of it, I think I know all of it. Alright, Katie, we need you to leave the room real fast. Just kidding, you don't oh, actually. No, it's okay. But, uh, I spoil it for myself. 
Yeah, yeah. how'd you yeah. do that? I, I like it. Do you know it. a lot about Spider-Man the comics, like the original kind of? Not really. Oh, I always like to My, know, like, if this... Ver- I, I think they're trying to get more to the like the comics work. Because yeah, he's so much yeah. younger. Right, yeah. Which is how he's supposed to be, like, a high school kid. And the other people right, are like, yeah. what? You're like 30. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Like Tobey Maguire. Right, right, yeah. Except I really liked school. him at the time. Because that was, like, the only Spider-Man yeah. I ever knew. He was yeah. great. Yeah. They were I mean, he pulled off nerd very well. Yeah, so. but it's just like now that I know he was supposed to be like younger. It's kind mm-hmm. of, okay. Well, I think Tom Holland is a really good yeah. like, pick for it because yeah. he's just like nerdy and awkward enough, and like he's he's, he's like twenty five or something like that, but he he oh, looks super young. So I did like, not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he does look really young. Yeah, but no, I thought the movie was was really good. I didn't think it was like the best movie I'd ever seen, but um, like there's good twists in it and all that kind of stuff um (laughs) which ethan already knows oh the big one i remember the big one oh so i don't know you don't even need to go see it so i still want to go see it you already know but there's there's like there's something that i like i do want to say but i I feel like if you know anything about spider-man and like the villains and stuff like Mm -hmm. you know that yeah yeah, yeah. just go ahead oh right so okay spoiler alert if you don't want to know anything about the movie don't or like stop listening or skip, and skip. fast forward a few minutes. Hit the button. Yeah. Fifteen okay. seconds. You got fifteen seconds. So, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, Mysterio. Mysterio is like a bad guy, a bad but the guy. way that they handle him, I think, is like pretty good. But he's not been in the, any of the other ones, right? No. Okay. Uh-uh. But I feel like I've heard of him. Go ahead. Yeah. So he's like the fishbowl head guy. Okay. Um. And uh, so like his big thing is like illusions and stuff like that, and the comic books and the way that they like do his character, I think is like really good. And I think Jake Gyllenhaal was like a perfect oh, fit because he yeah. just he just plays him really well. I haven't uh-huh. seen anything with him in it in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I really liked it, and what's what makes me kind of sad is that this is the last Marvel movie that I really care about because I saw the lineup for next year and make, all that kind of stuff. Um, they they probably will, while, but like so they announced like the next phase or whatever of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and they're not really doing like an Avengers team up thing what anymore. At least they're just kind of doing these like single like stories and stuff. Yeah, so, like, all of the things not, that are coming up, I'm just not excited yeah, about I like whatsoever. Yeah, I in Avengers movies. Yeah. I don't, now, Ragnarok was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. That was probably my favorite one, just because yeah. it's almost, like, more like Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. style. Right. Yeah. But I'm just, like, Thor's story, I'm just kind of like, whatever. He's yeah. really, I like him yeah. in Avengers. I don't really care for a whole movie about right. Thor. Well, yeah, I mean, but, in the next Thor movie, they sh- they, I mean, they've already spoiled it and all that kind of stuff, but Natalie Portman is going to be "quote unquote" the Thor. So I don't know. I'm kind what, of excited about that. What? I'm, I'm, I'm just not because I don't like. I don't find her character interesting whatsoever. No. And like, what, uh-huh. what's really strange to me is that like Thor is his name. It's not a mantle that you pass down, but she picks up the hammer regardless. Yeah. And like that's that's cool, but like I feel like they just didn't do justice to like Thor's character that's weird and then so moving on possibly moving on I don't know what what the next Thor movie is going to be like to to somebody else or or focusing on somebody else or whatever like that just sucks for Thor's Thor's character in my opinion yeah I do like that they're doing a Black Widow movie because I don't know anything about her I'm not really excited about that well I just like she's dead she's dead yeah Yeah, like like, you kind of know how it ends but I do like. I mean, no, she's not. Wait she's a still minute. alive. What was the last movie that you've seen? <laughs> we should have. We should have passed this movie. We've not seen 
she's alive and well. Oh my god. She's fine. I liked her. She definitely lives till the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. past the end into the next. Oh. Phase. Well, I like I want I want background. I like to know background. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kill her off. Yeah. Dang. I thought Sorry, we I, I don't know what I can and can't say. I know, hey, me too. I'm so con- Maybe I haven't seen it. I haven't seen- okay, like I know they all disappear and all that. What's that one? That that's, one's the... Uh, that's the the first Avengers well, is that Infinity War. That was Infinity, Infinity War. War, yeah. There we go. So, Infinity War. what's the one you're talking about? Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Have I seen that? I just don't remember her I dying. feel like you would have remembered that. I'm gonna ask Bob if you've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, that's so that. funny. Uh, well, now they've like, made so many; they all run together. For yeah, me. yeah. yeah. I used to be really excited every time, like new superhero movie. But now I'm just like, okay, whatever. See, that's kind of how I am because, like, the I I just don't really. I'm kind of. I'm afraid they're kind of. It's kind that it's losing steam. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they're making a second. Um, they're making a second. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, and I like him a lot, but I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, another you know. movie. Yeah. yeah, and then they're making another Black Panther, which again I liked. I loved the first one, but yeah. it's like they just built it up so much that's I'm just not sure. They're I feel like they're just having to yeah, start literally we, from we scratch. Seen it. Yeah, yeah. Like and then build up to something else really big, like ten more years in the future. Yeah. You know but what they I mean? said that they're not doing that yeah, it's gonna be a long time in the future before we like know what that's gonna be. Because right. know what's they, gonna be. What this thing that all of these new movies are gonna build towards. So like uh, all the old movies built towards over what we just the saw. End game. Yeah. Okay. And so and it kind of like exhausts me too thinking and this is like oh, the, no. the Here we go. biggest baby oh, of a problem. Oh, oh. But it's just like, man, we gotta like go through another eight years to find out where these movies are going after we just spent eight years or yeah, nine, ten years. Yeah, we're going to be like 40. We're going to be so old. We don't have time for that no, stuff. No, no. So I'm, Actually, you know, we might because our kids will be older then and then they can go with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I haven't seen Endgame. We'll be like, I go. remember when the first Iron Man came out. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, the fix. <laughs> yeah. We'll be watching it, and like I don't even know. They won't. Your kids won't even Holograms. know who Black Widow is. Yeah. <laughs> who is Black Widow? Yeah, they won't even know because she mm. apparently died. <laughs> or does she? Mm. Who knows? Can't believe that. Uh, anyways. Um, okay. Well, uh, what was the other thing I was gonna say really fast? Do you have a good? Segue? Oh yeah, another last thing I have to say about it. Another thing that like I'm getting kind of annoyed <laughs> at too is. <laughs> Is with I'll figure out a segue. What's, okay, you need to have a section in every podcast yeah. with like Michael's annoyances, and then you can just list some like like yeah. Ben Shapiro. These are some things that I hate. These oh, are some yeah. things that I love. <laughs> 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 These are the things that I hate. That's um, funny. But like with so with the new Thor movie coming out, mm-hmm. like it bugs me the thing with like Thor's character, but they're also doing what we talked about. I think a little bit before the podcast, right. maybe they're. They're having, oh, what's her name? Whoever plays that, Valkyrie, yeah, like she's like quote unquote like the king of Asgard now, and she'll be looking for a queen. Yeah. And so I kind of want to know from your guys's perspective on a cultural perspective and on a is a like it's Christian parents perspective, mm-hmm. like how do you guys navigate that? Is that oh, just that's like a good question. you know like if that starts becoming more a part of the Marvel Marvel cinematic universe or whatever they call it yeah 
do you just because for me I'm just like you know what like I may be out because like my 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 Christian conscience I guess I can't think of the best word for it like I'm just like you know like this is just kind of created to push an agenda now that I yeah. really don't want my kids to be exposed to yeah 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 so yeah it's hard because I feel like it's gonna get even more so right um, as time goes on yeah well I think I think that like like what you said it's just gonna get worse like I think it's get it's gonna get to it's a point where, where we yeah where we where? can't not well, we where we can't not have our kids exposed to it mm-hmm but I think it's, I think teaching biblical wisdom yeah. and making sure that we sort of build this spiritual foundation for them, mm-hmm. so that so that when they do see these things and when they are sort of exposed to these things, mm-hmm. they know how to navigate it. Right. Is that, uh, that's just my thought. Yeah, but. I feel like what's going to be a challenge is that me growing up, this was not the norm, uh-huh. or this just you know it's just not it's not how it was. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really interesting to have our kids kind of grow up where it is the norm mm-hmm. and because I know there were some things that my parents like would teach me and I would be kind of like but that's how it is that's how mm-hmm. that's what everyone does or that's how everyone thinks and so those are going to be some interesting waters to tread through. yeah for sure well, even we're finding out now just even like styles of parenting is um different than a lot of people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just curious. I mean, because a lot of parents they start taking their kids to see the Marvel movies, you know, pretty early. Right. I mean, I know of like you know, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight year old kids mm-hmm. who go with their parents to see these movies. Mm-hmm. And so imagine taking your six, seven, eight year old child into the new Thor movie, and like that mm-hmm. being one of the main plot lines is right. is this girl well, finding, trying to find her queen. And and mm-hmm. what's good, so. been good about the Marvel movies is there's like there's a little bit of a romantic element, mm-hmm. but not a ton. That's not the big focus. Right. And now apparently it is. You know, like yeah, that's I think not it's really kind of moving into that. I yeah. kind of liked that that because um, it is something like you could take some of your kids to. There's not, well, you know, a lot of scenes that you would not want them to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently now. Mm-hmm. There's going to be. I just read that something they that they cut something out of the other Thor movie. Oh yeah, where I heard it had about like that too. a woman leaving Valkyrie's bedroom. Right. Which that I and I could be forgetting some stuff in the other ones. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's mm-hmm. some things, but I feel like overall that's not the main focus. Maybe I'm just really airheaded. I. But I also, I didn't you know pick what? up that she was a lesbian in the other movie. Well, because they didn't, it, they didn't outright no. say it or anything yeah. like that, and that there was even like this, like little small hint that she and Thor may have like a romance. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, okay. This sorry. This really quickly. This brings me to something else that we've gotten accustomed to that maybe our parents weren't. Uh-huh. As far as um, uh, what musicals. Was I say? No. <laughs> Not musicals, but just like in movies now, it's like everybody has sex with whoever, everybody's going to everybody's bedroom, and like we're so desensitized to that. Right. You know, whereas... Whereas it was a big deal for... That was a big deal, and now... and Ricky Yeah. Well, and now we're just... But it's like that's something you have to talk to them too, and you might even forget, like, because we're like, we know that's wrong, and that's in here or whatever, but it's Mm -hmm. like, that's in... That is in everything, just about. Mm -hmm. And so this will eventually get to that right too so it's yeah 
Yeah, so I think it's important for us to recognize those things and also be able to draw lines, you know, mm-hmm. because I think that's one of the things that Christians, especially Christians in America, can sometimes just flippantly say, oh, it's it's no big deal, you know, like, mm-hmm. we'll just, we, we just like the Marvel movies so much that we're going to keep watching because we like them, right. regardless of the the cultural stance they're making. And mm-hmm. I think that sometimes that can be a little bit of a mistake. And we start putting our likes above our biblical principles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think we do that with a lot of different things. Right. And I think with entertainment and media, is mm-hmm. it, that, I think that's the top tier thing that yeah, we often make like, allowances for. Yeah, for sure. and I feel like we're heavily influenced by that. So you need to be, mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you need to be pretty careful what you're letting your kid watch or mm-hmm. what you watch yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. i mean because uh, what you it put in the heart is a lot more out. than i think we think it yeah. does oh yeah. absolutely yeah definitely i mean it even influences our day-to-day thoughts and all that yeah. kind of stuff so with that all right guys, with okay, that, guys there's I'll stop a listening segue. to childish gambino yeah, i'll stop, stop that. thank you i don't really know anything about that was that. this this whole episode has actually just been it's an intervention an intervention for you well, about, <laughs> about you listening to childish gambino it's worked, which guys. i've only heard that one song so i don't even it's know me it. too same um but anyway so going to trying to understand cultural trends and how we as christians should react to them let's talk about Apologetics through the ages. Ages, ages, ages. I like that. I did the little sound effect. Is it like your cat's thing right there? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. it like you're meowing? Yeah, that was it. That was. I was just bringing it full circle. Full circle. So anyway, so last week we talked about um, apologetics in the New Testament. Uh, this week we're going to go outside of the New Testament and talk about the first. Christian apologist. Um, Is he? I'm although sorry. that's that's kind of debated. There's a lot of people will give that title to like Paul, right? But that's that's not fair. Like Paul was was an apostle, and and you know he had you know inspiration from the Holy Spirit, like and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like that's cheating. And so mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, Justin Martyr was one of our very first apologists. And he actually has said a lot of things that it's, it's relevant for today uh, as well, especially in the realms of like reason and faith and mm-hmm. things like that. So, um, so just a little bit of like quick background for Justin I Martyr. I have a question first. Yeah. Is Martyr... Do we get that word, like a person that's a martyr? Is it from So him? I'm thinking, I can't remember, but I think it was just kind of like a title that was given to him because he was martyred. Uh, right, but so is that where we get that? No, I don't think so. Oh, that was around Man, So that was just a really unlucky last name. No, I don't think it was his last name. I think it was kind of like a oh. title oh. like given to him, like Justin the Martyr. Oh. I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, write in to truthfordoubt at gmail.com and please correct me. Interesting. But I think, I think... Um, it was kind of like Justin the Martyr. Okay. I see. But that could be totally wrong, so don't don't take that. Justin Martyr is actually one of the ones that... Hey, it says, has been surnamed Martyr. So that means they kind of changed, like they added that to him, Boom. right? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. perfect. So Michael's right. Like, hey Like Jesus from Christ. From Christianity? What's that? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Jesus Christ. Christ is a title of Jesus, not his last name. Okay, right. now, sorry, continue with what, your background. Um. So no, he... Justin's actually one of those guys that I, I didn't really know about. A lot of my like apologetic studies have been 
of people a little bit more recent or mm-hmm. even, you know, like Augustine who wasn't that long after Where's Justin. The, but, um, but anyway, so Justin Martyr was born roughly around 100 A.D., died 165 A.D. Someone's touching my toes. Oh, that's me. Sorry. I'm oh, no, it's I'm really fact-checking <laughs> you, and that's right. Yeah. 100 and 165. Thanks. Good You're job. making me nervous fact-checking me. No, I like it better like, when you just take what I say as, no, as, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> as truth. Yeah, because that's what we're supposed to do, right? I think so, yeah. I'm making um, sure. That's what no. the Bible said. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but what was really interesting about Justin Martyr is that he wasn't born into a Christian family. He was born in Samaria to people who uh, were basically pagans. And he grew up a, a Platonist, kind of following after the philosophy of Plato. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I can't, I'm not really quite sure how he converted to Christianity, but he eventually did. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, um, he had a conversation with an old man. Oh, okay. Got it. So <laughs> after that his, conversation with the old man. His life was transformed. <laughs> you know, that old man. <laughs> that old man. Uh, so yeah. And then after that, he, uh, he ended up, uh, going to Ephesus, um, where he, he taught, and uh, in Ephesus is where he has one of his. Uh, what did you just find? <laughs> no, I'm just. It's like everything you're saying is just right here. Just oh, is it really? Along, what, what website is that? This is Christianity Today. Oh, hey, there we go. You're doing a good I job. Even, did you that's play not even one of my sources? <laughs> okay, good. So cool. Good. Is this a good source? Uh, Christianity Today. Yeah, yeah. For, for most things, I think there's some things that I would disagree with. I don't with really with Christianity know much today, about this. But, okay. Um, well, if you need, if you want to know about anything from yesterday, then it's not a good. Not <laughs> good. <laughs> Okay, that's true. <laughs> oh, gosh. But anyway, so he went to Ephesus to, to basically teach Christianity, and there is where he wrote one of his uh, first kind of apologetic things. You guys, you're like kids right now. I'm listening. Wait, uh, pay attention. Well, we, <laughs> we're reading it. We're reading about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's cheating. Okay. Uh, so anyway, it, okay, I can't focus. Now you guys are looking too intense at me. In Ephesus... He talked to uh, a Jewish man called Trypho, and he he kind of wrote down these dialogues that he had with this Jewish man, and it's basically called the conversation with with Trypho. And And so he's still like pretty (laughs) philosophical or whatever. Yeah, he's he's really philosophically minded. Yeah, Yeah. and a lot of that has to do with his uh, his kind of his Greek. Background. His Greek philosophy background. Right. Yeah. Right. And so that's where the importance of reason comes into right. play with him. Um, and so after he was in Ephesus for a while, he then opened up a, a Christian school in Rome, which I thought was pretty cool. And that is where he wrote his kind of, kind of his like seminal works, um, the first apology and the second apology. Mm-hmm. And those are just... And who did he wrote, the, who did he wrote those to? Who did he write those to? Just for... for Common use. Oh, okay. So, I see. so yeah, it wasn't necessarily like to someone like a gospel letter was. Okay. okay. Um, so it was just him writing down his his apologetic his thoughts, thoughts and his ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it it's really interesting because the first apology it covered a lot of ground. It covered things like um, one of the things that was really important in Justin Martyr's apologetic method mm-hmm. um, and I think he, he used this a lot in his conversations with Trifo the Jew um, mm-hmm. uh, is that he uses a lot of like fulfilled prophecy and stuff of the Old Testament mm-hmm. like how Christ had fulfilled right. the Old Testament okay. prophecy so he does a lot of sort and of he, tying it back to Old Testament 
Yeah, exactly. And okay. he's not too too long after. These no, he's really not. Happened. He's so, really not. So all of these things are like very right. like in the forefront of a lot of people's minds because mm. this kind of this just happened, you know. So he'd be like, it it would be like uh, someone in like the eighties, mm. like writing about like the Civil War. It's a lot of that's a in lot the eighties, like the. Like the 1980s. I don't even think. No, look here. No, look it's not the even timeline. that. Like, it's so not, like, um, look, I'll tell you. P- Peter and Paul are executed in 65. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is and less than 50 born, years. Right, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so someone, he's really early. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so right. like the temple uh, fell, the temple in Jerusalem fell eighty seventy. Yeah. He was born only 30 years later. I see. After the temple fell. Okay. And so a lot of this is like, again, fresh on people's super minds. Super recent. Yeah, okay. super right. recent. Sorry, I misunderstood that. No, okay. it's fine. And so a lot of his apologetic work at the very beginning was talking, was having this dialogue with the Jews about, uh, how Christ fulfilled the Old Testament prophecies, mm-hmm. like you know the virgin birth, um, and uh, uh, the virgin birth, but also you know like the place where Jesus was born, and all of these different kinds of things. Um, but after that, his next big thing was the importance of of reason when it comes to the Christian faith. So what Justin Martyr kind of tried to push forward is that people should try to make the most reasonable decision when it comes to their like philosophical beliefs and their religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what he thought was that all of the evidences for Christianity, including um, the Old Testament prophecies and miracles of Jesus, all these kinds of things, kind of culminated into a cumulative case of the truth of Jesus. And that, that was kind of something not necessarily new because you had Paul kind of doing something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really stressed the importance of, of reason in the decision-making process of which particular religion or philosophy that you were going to use. Gotcha. And are these, are these works like sort of available now? Like can you oh, find yeah. those? Totally. Stuff? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would, I would suggest reading them. I, I plan on reading them pretty soon. I kind of like skimmed over some of them and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but um, yeah, his first apology is really good. Um, the second apology, it's it's not as useful when it comes to like apologetic arguments because mm-hmm. it's it focuses a little bit more on the pure persecution going on at the time uh, and how okay. Christians should live amongst that persecution. It's it'd still be a good read, but when it comes to like specifically apologetics, his first apology would be better. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you just happen to know, you know, uh, someone who is Jewish, or if you happen to live around a Jewish community, um, then yeah, check out his conversations with Trifo the Jew, um, mm-hmm. and it will he'll use kind of what the uh, what the um, the writers of the New Testament used when they were speaking with Jews as well, like the mm-hmm. fulfilled prophecy uh, of the Old Testament, using right. the Old Testament to point to Jesus. Um, but, uh, but what was really interesting is that a lot of people kind of accused him of being what's called a rationalist, uh, and saying that Justin Martyr simply just believed in making the most rational decision. Um, and that like, as kind of, as long as you have this intellectual assent, then, uh, then you're, you're totally fine. You're good to go. And so if you just like name Jesus and say, yeah, I kind of believe he existed, then you're fine. But that's not really, that wasn't his push. He still believed in divine revelation. Mm-hmm. He still believed in... Just because in, his focus was a lot on reason. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so he, he didn't want people just to 
have this kind of like this blind faith mentality. Yeah. And it's interesting because I feel like sort of all of these different philosophical schools of thought, Mm -hmm. like some of them are more about like, sorry, I'm gathering my thoughts here. Um, But my thought is what, what's the end point to a lot of these, you know, schools of thought. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of them sort of the end point is ascending to this higher mm-hmm. um, sort right. of sort of mindset maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or or self uh, awareness yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but may not necessarily be spiritual right um, and I think that that's interesting because some of these I don't know I, I just feel like a lot of the philosophical and spiritual sort of religions mm-hmm. sort of just tie around each other yeah. um, pretty closely. And right. it's interesting to see how he was kind of coming from that philosophical background yeah. and and then addressing these spiritual topics. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I think that that's interesting. Well, what's really cool is that he, he tied it together perfectly, a lot like Paul in Acts 17. Mm-hmm. So, like, what, what Justin recognized was that a, a lot of these philosophies, he would say, um, I had a quote somewhere um, from him, but I can't really find it, so maybe I didn't write it down. But uh, So basically what he said is that like all of these philosophies have a kernel of godly truth, mm-hmm. but they're missing the whole picture, and that whole picture is found in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you just took the logical steps and look at the evidences of Christ, look at the things that he said, you'll see that all of these things that you're looking for in these philosophies that are just basically these just abstract concepts that you right. don't fully understand are made real in the person of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so one of the things that got Justin in trouble was a quote that I do have here where he says that Christ is the word of whom every race part, uh, were, sorry, every race partakes. And those who live reasonably are Christians, even though they have been thought atheists. And so what a lot of people thought from that quote was that he was saying that um, if people live rationally, it just makes you a Christian. It makes, boom, you're a Christian because everyone partakes of Christ. Mm -hmm. That's not what Justin was actually saying in this. He was saying that if if you live rationally, you are basically living as if you believe in Christ because you can't live rationally without accepting the truths of scripture yeah. you just can't um you can't live morally because moral law comes from right. uh, an objective moral standard mm-hmm. um, i.e god um and you have to have this what plato would call an unmoved mover this creator of the universe and uh you would also need a creator of reason and logic itself which is found in the divine logos which is jesus as john describes jesus in the mm-hmm. first uh chapter of his gospel. And so he's not saying that that basically there's this universalism. Uh, he's not saying that at all. He's saying that everyone believes in Jesus. They just don't fully recognize that they believe in Jesus. That it's Jesus. Exactly. Right. Everyone They're, holds on to these little kernels of truth. Right. Yeah. yeah right. That all stem from the person of Christ. And it's really cool because we also see that in like take Romans 1 where like everyone knows that God exists. Right. Everyone knows uh, because they're without excuse because they know of God's. Um, like eternal power. And He's saying all that that's stuff. like you living rationally is like is evidence that there is a God, right? That you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without okay. Yeah. So like so if you take 
um, take like uh, Sam Harris. Like Sam Harris is a really popular atheist, and he says that you can get to moral law through, or you can get to morality through the natural processes of evolution, but you can't. Like you just can't. Yeah. It has no legs to stand on because ultimately it comes down to uh, either man creating their own oh, moral no. law yeah. um, for the advancement of society, which basically says as long as it helps society, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, that mm-hmm. leads way for a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or we're all just robots, which is, I think this is more Sam Sayers thing. Um, and this is where like uh, people like William Lane Craig and a bunch of other apologists have talked with Sam Harris and they try to push this point. If evolution is true, then we're all basically just just robots. We're these neurons firing, and we don't actually have any free will. We're basically robots because we're just chemicals in motion, or just these meat bags in motion. And if that's true, then we don't really have any sort of free will. And if there's no free will, there's no real morality because the bad thing that Ethan did, it's not really Ethan doing it. It's just neurons doing it. Right. And how can a neuron do a bad thing? You know, it's just circuits mm-hmm. uh, and so even though Sam Harris says he's an atheist when he acts morally yeah. he's acting like a Christian mm. and that's basically what Justin Martyr is saying there but people got confused and were mm-hmm. getting mad at him because yeah basically because well some some even Christian scholars today who will read that will just say he, he believed in universalism, which was not true at all. He did not believe in universalism. He believed in the supremacy of Christ and all these different which kinds is of in, things. So <clears throat> that's in some of his other things that he wrote? Like, how do you know that? Yeah, so it's, it's all throughout his first apology. So do people that And it's all throughout his, uh, his conversation with Trifo the Jew. They don't read the rest? Yeah, like, usually. Well, I mean, it's just like okay. anything. It's just people, Taking the Bible out of context? It's, yeah, yeah, taking the Bible out of context, picking and choosing certain quotes without reading it mm-hmm. within its fuller context, all that kind of yeah. stuff. So, Like um, that song in This Is Me in Greatest Showman. <laughs> Yeah, not having confidence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. taking it out. Right out yeah, and... it's sinful. There's nothing to say about it. But Yeah, <laughs> it could be just, just like this Justin situation. It could be. Okay? It could be. Continue. I'll, I'll admit. <laughs> Favorite song. Uh, but uh, anyway, no. so not only that, but also it's it's kind of funny. The, the bodily resurrection of believers, um, which is, you know, it's a... It's a tenet of the faith it's it's uh, within christian orthodoxy we have the hope that our bodies will be united uh with our souls when uh christ comes back and uh, and that's a great hope and we know that because uh jesus um when he was resurrected he was in a physical body uh he allowed the apostles to handle his body to touch and feel like thinking of thomas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh and we're told by jesus that we'll have bodies like that we're told I can't remember. It's like some thirty times that there will be a bodily resurrection of uh, of believers and, and unbelievers for the final judgment. But anyway, it's a hope that we have, and it's mm-hmm. great. And there's a lot of people who kind of scoffed at Justin Martyr for having this belief. Mm. Um, and uh, and what's really cool, and I think it's it's really interesting. He said that imagine for a moment that you don't understand the the concept of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, babies being made. 
Like you don't understand that. Like mm-hmm. you don't understand the, the, the process of procreation. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you were to look at the seed of a man and then look at a full-grown adult, your mind would not be able to comprehend and think it would be ridiculous mm-hmm. that, that that could happen, that that mm-hmm. could be a possibility. But because you know that there is something that happens in between, you know it's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's saying the exact same thing is with, uh, with our bodily resurrection. Um, it's no more crazy than us coming from this little tiny microscopic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when you enter God into the equation, of course, it's, it's possible. I mean, he made the universe. He could easily resurrect you know, a body. Right. Uh, and so just as incomprehensible as it would seem if you didn't understand the process of uh, of procreation, it's it's the same here. We just even though we don't understand it, doesn't make it evident that it is impossible. Right. And I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. That's cool. A, I think it's a really cool illustration that we could even use absolutely. when, when yeah, we're talking with other people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think that Justin Martyrs, especially when it comes to reason and faith, is really important for us today because I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of unbelievers who believe that Christians simply believe in Christianity for a variety of reasons, none of it being actual like reasoning capabilities of man uh, or, or actually anything other than just it's because of what they were born into or it was, it's just this blind faith. They just want to believe it. Mm-hmm. They want it to be true. Um, all of these different kinds of things. And I think that Justin Martyr points us to the fact that it's, it's not simply because uh, of blind faith. That's not why we believe in Jesus Christ. There is a faith component there, but that faith is grounded in, in truth. Mm-hmm. And that's a really important thing, especially yeah. when we're talking with unbelievers. Right. Um, and uh, so like I've, I've had people on um, Instagram message me who, who think that it's just the most irrational thing in the world for, for you to believe in Christianity because the Christians that they have been in contact with have no answers for them as to why they believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's it, Justin Martyr is a good person to look towards when it comes to, hey, look at that. We have reasons to actually believe in Jesus. Right. And that's that's hugely relevant for today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. You look like you're thinking about something. You're trying to are you going to say it? Well, say something? I uh I want to read I want to read his apology. Yeah. Um because yeah, and you know, having having something like that um I think it's really healthy for us to think through these thoughts right. as mm-hmm. believers ourselves, mm-hmm. because yeah, it you know it may help us address not only doubts that we may have, but also ask ourselves questions that maybe we hadn't thought about before, mm-hmm. um, and then have an answer for. Yeah. Right, and so that maybe we're prepared, right? Or we can defend, or if not, um, yeah, it just challenges me to yeah read this or be more prepared to right answer yeah for sure yeah yeah another thing that i thought was really cool too is that justin used uh ancient pagan philosophies even his the thing that he was he grew up in uh platonism Mm -hmm. uh, as a bridge to unbelievers 
And I think that is that's awesome. And he did it for for two particular reasons. What do you mean? How did he do that? So you know how G Je- or not Jesus, but you know how Paul used uh, used the pagan philosophies in Acts seventeen to kind of build bridges, build that bridge. So like there's um, in Acts seventeen, Paul's walking through Athens, and he says that he noticed that there is a statue to the unknown god, and he uses oh, and that he statue, says, oh, yeah, okay, as like gotcha. hey. I can tell you who that God is. Right. Not only that, but he also quotes uh, a hymn for Zeus, like saying, like, look, from this hymn that you wrote to Zeus, like, you have this understanding of God. Let me fill you in on who the, who the real God actually is mm-hmm. and, and who you're trying to, like, kind of piece together. Um, so Justin Martyr did the exact same thing. He used these ancient philosophies in order to build bridges with with these pagan philosophers and it was really cool because he he did it for two reasons one was to point out the incompleteness kind of what we talked about before of the philosophies mm-hmm. like you're trying to reach the top of this mountain but you you're, you're, ne- you're never going to get there because you only have part of the story and right. let me show you where where you are um, you're missing the pieces. Let me show you the person of Christ. Right. Um, and yeah, that leads us to two, to show the connection to Jesus as the true philosophy. And we know that Jesus is more than just a philosophy, that Christianity mm-hmm. is more than just a philosophy. But he used that kind of language mm-hmm. to, to reach them. Right. And I think we can take from that as well. Like yeah, we absolutely. can take like, you know, we talk about nerdy things all the time. But one of the most amazing things about this the the realm of nerdism is that it always follows heroes almost yeah. like there's always a good versus evil a good versus it, evil yeah. exactly even though a lot of times in these books and in these things it's more of like this dualism where where evil could win and mm. good you know it's just trying to hang in there right mm. in reality it's not that way we know that good has won mm. already with the death and resurrection of Christ but there's still that concept, that understanding mm-hmm. of this. The, even like these these archetypal heroes who go and, and self-sacrifice in order to save the save the country or save the nation mm-hmm. or whatever. And we can use those Black things. Like, <laughs> like, like Black Widow. Oh. Uh, or maybe not Black Widow. Maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway, oh but you can use those things as bridges to, right. to unbelievers. And that's... Again, that's one of the reasons why we talk about these nerd things to yeah. begin with. We we think it's fun and it serves a purpose to create these bridges. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Justin Martyr has a lot to teach us. Yeah, yeah for can sure. Can we just Google? Can I just like Google? He's not on Google. Well, he Justin is Martyr. because I looked him up and I found him on Christianity Today. Boom. But can gonna I ask? look up the apologies that he wrote? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they. So there's some things. And I'm sure Justin Martyr's apology that you oh, can even you have can a free have, download. There's an audio book on YouTube. Hey, well, there you go. One of four. Hey, okay. that's awesome. But yeah, so like Kindle sometimes have these really old books like this yeah. uh, for, for like a free download. Uh, so okay. you may want to check there to, to yeah. look at it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I would highly suggest looking into him, and I want to look into him more because, like I said, sure. like he's one of those guys that I just never really. Uh, I've never yeah, even heard of this it's, guy. It's one of those things that, like, I've heard I've heard his name before, sure, but oh. I never really looked knew. into him. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> well, I've never even heard of him, so that's good that we also, have yeah. three different levels. Right. Of well, speaking of his name. In a time when you have names like Aristotle and Plato, right, yeah. Justin and Polycarp. Yeah, right. 
Justin? Justin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's really funny. It's really interesting. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I Because... Look, this other thing, I'm sorry, like but this other... It makes me curious where he, exactly he's from, because... Yeah. Oh, I, do you mean to tell he's, you? He's from Samaria. Uh, Samaria. We already yeah. said that to Greek-speaking parents. That's important. Is Justin a Greek word? Though? I don't know, like, but this does say... Saying. This is funny, because it just says, again, after several years of study, Justin... This is a different a different site, uh-huh. had a life-changing encounter with an old man. Why does everybody know he's an old man? Well, I wonder if maybe he refers to that <laughs> yeah. conversation oh, old man. In, his, okay. in his apology. I, like, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Probably. But, oh, okay, um, yeah, you're right. Probably. But And how cool is that? That Like, uh, like who, who was this old man? This one yeah. old man who had this conversation with Didn't this like, young whippersnapper but, right. who's, yeah. uh, who's all into philosophy. But isn't that yeah. crazy that it's like, yeah, just those com like one conversation maybe. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like opened I mean, up that, opened up his mind and that kept, to that like can be us. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, truth that's of right. The truth of Christ. Yeah. It's awesome. Like it's so cool. Like I love it when people, man. Like it's just awesome hearing about these people hmm. who were just like they were steeped in like these pagan philosophies and these pagan religions and they came to Christ and. Uh, and did amazing things. But another thing, too, is like we know that obviously from his name that he was martyred. Yeah. And so right. he was. How, do we he know was. How? I, I how? can tell. I'm not. I, I can tell you. I don't know. Oh, you can skip down to the bottom of that. Yeah. Article, Katie. Let me go. Um, I know it said he was arrested. I saw that earlier. He was seized, uh, brought before somebody, a prefect of Rome. Surviving eyewitness account shows how Justin the philosopher came became known as Saint Justin Martyr. I mean, it doesn't really tell us then, but hmm, he got sure. arrested, and then yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, I think it's important that I mean, like he was obviously willing. I mean, all the Christians at this point in time were willing to die for their yeah belief. Yeah, this know? he says there's nothing there is nothing which we more earnestly desire than to endure torments for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. We are we are Christians and we will never sacrifice to idols. Okay, so he was beheaded. Yeah, it says okay. he was yeah. um, along with six companions. Yeah. And so I guess just, you know, a question for us in this room and for, for you listening, you know, like what what is your level of dedication to, to Christ? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you willing to, to lose your life? I mean, because if you look at if you look at the cost of discipleship that Jesus himself said that there was, then, I mean, he, he calls us to, to pick up our cross, to bear our cross, yeah. uh, to follow after him, to be willing to, to lose your life. Actually, he demands us to, to give up our life uh, to, to follow him. And so are you, know, are you ready to do that? Are you willing to do that? And that's something that I think about when you know, we're, we're church planning in, in Vermont. So, like, are we... And you can do that anywhere. You don't have to do it in Vermont. I'm just saying, I know, Katie. it's just funny. No, it's just funny. It's like, I know where this is going. No, but, like, I'm am I pre- willing just, to do that? Am I no, willing to, uh, like, even be... Because, I mean, people sue for all these crazy reasons, as we talked about before. But am I, am I willing to put up with that kind of stuff? That kind of, you know, I, I use this term very loosely. Persecution. Uh, well, it will be very different. You... It will be a very it's more different of a social life. Persecution. Yeah, right. yeah, but it right, will be right. a very different life there than what oh, you have sure. here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you're giving up a lot of things. Yeah. When you when you do that, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, just a martyr. Thanks, man. Just a martyr. Did some good stuff. I'm gonna read some more about. Shout him. out to you. Shout out Justin. to you, just a martyr. Oh gosh, but 
Anyway, do you guys have any last final thoughts that you want to spit out? doesn't necessarily have to be on Justin Martyr. It can be about whatever you want it to be. No, I, I think Dale's really good. No, yeah, I'm just going to go read some more about him now. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Well, hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to learn more about the Truth For Doubt ministry, you can go to truthfordoubt.com. And you can also check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash T4D. That's patreon.com slash T, the number four D. And you can, uh, just for as little as $5 a month, be a supporter of our ministry. Um, And that's important because we can't do this without your support. Um, And as of just recently, we have, uh, well, not, not everybody, but uh, I am on Patreon. No, no, not 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 that. That's not what I'm saying. I was about to say. So as uh, as just recently, my my wife Kayla and I are going to be moving up to Burlington, Vermont, to do church planting, and uh, we need your help. And uh, yeah. so the Patreon support goes to helping out uh, Truth for Doubt, but it also is going to be going to a future church plant in Burlington, Vermont. And if you want to learn more about that. Uh, email us at truthfordoubt at gmail.com. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you again soon. Until next time. Bye.